0: Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at ThriveCosmetics.com slash Thrive. That's ThriveCosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash Thrive for 20% off your first order.
1: Greetings, adventurers. Today, we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it Ah. eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts.
2: What's up everyone, it's Noah Daniels for a very exciting episode of Real Hauntings. I actually couldn't believe that we were able to get the guest on we have tonight. And oh boy, if you just knew the story, how everything fell in place, uh, you would love that. So with that being said, I want to start off by introducing our co-host, Ashley. Thank you so much for being on this episode. It's Ashley King. She does some amazing stuff in the fitness world. She's a mom. She's just all around badass. Ashley, thank you so much for being on Real Haunting.
3: Well, hey, thank you for that intro. Badass, I'll take it. I'm excited to be on this show. I am a pretty big fangirl, so I, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens and i'm even more excited to hear that i accidentally got to be on the show with you guys (laughs) (laughs) lucky me
2: speaking of so you know dalen from ghost brothers he's been on the travel channel he's done amazing stuff in the haunting space. He's represented a certain part of the audience that hasn't always been up to see people like him in that space, which I think is so amazing. Um, we had on two gentlemen uh, that were Native American last night that are really kind of breaking into the industry as well. And I think representation in this field is so important so where things don't stay the same. Uh, I almost made a joke about just white guys screaming and running through houses but (laughs) i held held back a little bit there but uh dalen thank you so much for coming on the episode mark is here as well they are starting a podcast together i believe episode zero is out now thank you guys for being here on real hauntings oh man thank you for having
4: us it's an honor yeah no seriously you guys reaching out to us is just that was the coolest thing i mean (laughs) we we literally just started and here we are like "Eh, like yesterday yeah. (laughs) yeah well thank you
2: Well, it it is a small world in our space. I think there is still a a bit of a divide uh, with with like TV and podcasts. Now the worlds do intersect from time to time, which is so cool um, to have you guys here tonight. We can dig into that a little bit, Um, but I know like some of the like I went to haunt Atlanta. We just kind of started doing the circuit for that stuff, and it's like. Some of our fans would come over and they'd be like, oh, so cool, you know, and then we meet certain people from TV and they'd be like, Oh, I haven't really gotten into podcasting much, but they're really interested in kind of how all that works. Um, so yeah, I I can't wait to see how things go for you guys. Um, Dalen, how has the transition been for you moving into the podcast space?
5: You know, what, what's funny is that uh, so Travel Channel actually gave us the Ghost Brothers uh, Travel Channel's first ever podcast. So we have a podcast right oh, wow. now that we're actually filming right now. A recording right now it's called urban legends with the ghost brothers and this is we're going into our third season we've actually won an award i don't know oh, how the hell amazing. we won an award okay
3: i need to catch up on this
1: this yeah, sounds right? pretty
5: good yeah so we literally bring in guests we bring in comedians we bring in actors we bring in a uh, spiritualist and then we talk about urban legends from all over the country and then it's just all ghost brothers humor and banter and uh so we've been doing that for for three seasons and that's kind of where i got like My feet wet with podcasting. I'm just so used to television in that world, but I I see how big the world of podcasting is, man. And I follow, I've been following like podcasts that I listen to literally probably about five or six years now. And I'm like, Dalen, if you're listening to three shows religiously every week for five years, think about how many other people out there are digesting the same amount of content. So this was just a natural progression linking up with Mark. And this is like, I love it. I love it. Yeah. And what course. was
3: that podcast you um, just mentioned? I want to write it down. So. Yeah, yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah. So it's Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers. And okay, yeah, you cool. can, yeah, you can catch us anywhere you listen to your podcast, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. But yeah, Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers. So yeah, that, that, was- that gave us gave me my taste. And then I was just talking to Mark one day. And Mark, we worked together on Ghost Brothers. He was a producer on our show. So he was on the in like in the trenches with me, Marcus and Jawan. you know what I mean while we were filming. so i I trust, you know, his eye. I trust him, you know what I mean? Because I had to put my life in safety in his hands and like in real life. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just feel like the chemistry was always there for us.
2: And that uh, chemistry is king in the podcasting world. People can really, and, and I'm sure you guys all enjoy the medium, and it, you know, it, it sounds like. So you can really tell when you listen to stuff and you're like, mm, these people don't like each other. <laughs> you know, or they're, they're, they've just been shoved together by some producer or whatever, you know, and it takes time sometimes for shows to kind of come together. So it's great to hear that you and mark already have a relationship so i want to ask you both because uh dalen i know your time is limited so i want to go through some of the kind of uh, quintessential real haunting stuff we do real quick sure. uh for the audience so dalen this is called the Believo Meter. zero meaning you don't believe in ghosts 10 you absolutely believe in ghosts where do you fall
5: on that scale oh i'm 100 10 12 15 <laughs> like i've since doing the show for the past six years, Ghost Brothers, like I've seen, like I've physically, like I've seen your shadow figures. I've I've heard things. I've seen doors open, windows break, all of that. <laughs> but it wasn't until this last year that I physically saw a full body apparition. I mean, someone that looks as clear as me and you. <laughs> like that, that was probably the wildest thing I've ever seen. So I know for a hundred percent fact that ghosts are real for sure. Wow. wow. And Mark,
2: what about you? Where do you
4: fall on that believo meter You know, I, w- I would have said one uh, before I did Ghost Brothers. And then of course, I did Ghost Brothers. Uh, I w- I'm a skeptic by nature. You know, my, my background's in journalism and I always want to, you know, I know it's hard to believe, but I always want to find facts and do research. And, you know, so I was always a skeptic, but you know, getting in with Dalen and in the group, you know, I, I became a 10 because I've had experiences now. Um And, it, you know, it's opened my whole world. My wife has always been a 10 uh, in looks and in paranormal thinking. So, <laughs> you know, but like she, you know, so I always laughed at her. And then next thing you know, I'm on ghost brothers and I'm researching and then I go to these places and all these things that I research you know, we're coming true, like all these, all these different accounts, like we were having them happen. So, and then I, I, yeah, so I started having experiences just through Ghost Brothers, not just from filming, just from like, literally when the cameras weren't rolling. Yeah. Um, you know, I had one guy tell me to go away, <laughs> you know, whispered in my ear, like, I, and I looked around and nobody there. So, oh, you know, wow. the fact that I heard a voice you know, has freaked me out to this day, I can still hear it. So yeah. Wow. I'm,
3: I'm curious to know, Dalen, um, were you a skeptic when you started?
4: That's what's, I feel like,
5: interesting about me, Marcus and Jawan. I don't feel like we ever really just gave it too much thought, you know? So like I grew up in the church. My mother has been my head pastor since literally the third grade. So I grew up seeing like, this is a Southern, you know, like Christian non-denominational church. Like, I've seen people shout. I've seen people cast spirits out of people. I've seen, not not to the extent of, like, an exorcism on television, but, like, in the church, praying, casting literally a spirit out of someone. And, like, the person coughing up black tarish. Like, I've seen this as a kid. <laughs> like, in so church. So you're
3: almost, like, indoctrinated. Like, it's been around you. You're open to it.
5: The whole my whole life, but the thing is, we've always been and we and we joke about it all the time that black folks, the only ghost we're allowed to acknowledge is the Holy Ghost. <laughs> you know we don't <laughs> we don't really touch anything outside of that, and 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 so it's always just been taboo. So it wasn't until Ghost Brothers that all three of us even tried to uh, ghost hunt. So like when we would run, if you watch our show, the first season we would literally run out of every investigation. And people will be like, how are y'all professionals? And you're (laughs) running away from ghosts. And we're like, y'all don't even realize this episode that you're watching right now on television, this is only the second time in life (laughs) that we've ever tried this before. (laughs) Like, we're learning in front of the world. And yeah, like, yeah. So yeah, I feel like my belief, people have seen my belief like grow in like real time watching the show. I think it's also people...
2: Watching as fans of content like that, don't quite understand just how scary the paranormal can be for Mm -hmm. like somebody who doesn't eat, sleep, and breathe it. Like, I'm right. Yes, I've had a paranormal podcast for three and a half years, but I didn't come indoctrinated in that world other than just my wife liked horror movies and I saw a ghost when I was a kid. And then just Mm -hmm. this past Halloween or yes, past Halloween in Vegas, I saw a ghost. But that's it. You know, one thing I love about y'all's show is tread carefully here. Some shows things feel like they've been going so long as formulaic. And yes, you know, the people can still be in there and in it, but it is their show. I, I Your show just feels so real. It feels so grounded in yes. the way that the audience gets to experience everything that happens with yes. you guys, uh, which I, I love about that. And and I just, I love your, y'all, y'all's personalities. And I just think, People come into the paranormal with with already stereotypes in their heads because it's all they've ever seen, and yeah. I think it's so important. Uh, my friend uh, Joshua Darian, he is really starting to kind of come up through the paranormal world, and he it all started he got verified on TikTok. He does great content of like uh, showing you know a supernatural thing, right? That kind of catches your eye, and then before you know it, he's taught you something about Alabama mississippi georgia and you learned something that is important factually but because of the subtext of the supernatural and now he's he just got a gig with buzzfeed like it's been so much fun and, and dalen he wanted to tell you that he's you're his inspiration so i'm going to do that now because oh, wow. he thought he was going to be on this episode
4: oh
5: hey that's cool. <laughs> so bad wow. um
2: and and before we get you out of here one thing i love to hear from people who have seen so many of the places that um get talked about uh, in the hauntings world. What would you say is like the most underrated place you've visited and the most overrated place you've visited?
5: Underrated and overrated. To be completely honest, man, overrated is hard for me because I feel like every place that we go to has some type of spiritual activity. And it's just how open you are to it. You know what I mean? And I feel like I found... I don't never like to call myself anything, (laughs) but people have been saying that they feel like since day one I have some type of uh empath qualities mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know I'm just living but that's what everyone says and and for that reason I feel like every location I go to I feel something or sense something
3: to have the guts to just keep doing this like you keep I mean I'm I'm so like I love this stuff I'm so fascinated yeah. by I've never had an experience, but to sit there, no, I'm like a scale to 10. Like, I don't know why. I just always believe in it. It it excites me. And it makes, I'm fascinated by it, but to hear that you've had an experience and then you just like have the guts and can I say balls to go and do it again and again, like it blows my mind.
5: (laughs) And I tell people all the time, like, and I don't knock any level of paranormal enthusiasts. Like there's some people they'll find out there's a haunted hotel where 30 people got murdered and they want to go rent a room and stay there for a week. And like, I'm not that guy. <laughs> like, I don't, if we're not investigating for the show or at an event, I'm not doing anything paranormal. I'm not. Like, I'm with my family. I'm with my daughter, my wife. I'm uh, I'm doing all the things I enjoy doing outside of the paranormal. Like, I don't like, I don't like being in that situation. You know what I'm saying? Like it's interesting yeah. when I when I when I sign up for it. So I sign up for a season. I know I have 10 episodes that we're gonna do, 10 amazing, crazy stories. The graveyard shift that I started doing on YouTube, it started off, I was terrified to go into a graveyard. I just felt like, all right, I'm gonna try it just to see if I can do a spirit box session during the daytime in a graveyard. That, you know what I mean? A small one that's right up the street from my house. Like I can see the gas station right across the street. Like I, it's <laughs> something that I can run <laughs> if anything cracks off. And I just never thought in a million years that people would be so interested in just these graveside conversations. And I've probably done about 30 or 40, maybe closer almost 50 of them now. Like I drop three a week. So I'm literally in graveyards probably four times a week every week. And when I tell you it's become the most peaceful, like I have no anxiety. Like I feel almost more comfortable and safe inside of a cemetery than I do walking through Atlanta. Like, and that's me being a hundred percent. Wow. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like people always tell me in the comments, it's not the, you know, it's not the dead you have to worry about. It's the living.
4: And I truly, (laughs) truly believe that a hundred percent.
3: There yeah. might be some truth to that, I think. Uh,
4: right, Noah? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I, I think it's important to know that not all ghosts are here to scare you. Right. Yeah. They, right. Need, they, they, you know, I think if you go in with that mindset, and the one thing that makes Dalen so incredible and amazing is that he's so respectful, which a lot of people are not. You know, mm-hmm. there are a lot of ghost hunters and paranormal investigation g- gators that are not there. You know, they just want to go in there and bust up with all their toys and and see what they can find. But Dalen is so respectful; he talks to them, he lets them know that it's a safe space. You know, and it's almost the speaker box special. <laughs> the speaker box sessions have almost become, you know, therapy sessions for ghosts. A hundred percent. Dalen is an excellent ghost therapist.
5: I appreciate that. I'm kind of like the Oprah. <laughs> The paranormal Oprah yeah. is what I like to call myself. You get a ghost. You get a ghost. Well, <laughs> I think I'm
3: pretty sold on this podcast. Like, I'm I'm in. I'm in. You better have a lot of episodes coming up because I need to. Oh, <laughs> For
2: sure. Actually, that's a good great segue before we get Daylan out. So, Dalen, can you tell our audience what they can expect from your podcast? Where they can find it? All that great information.
5: Yeah, yeah. So, I think what's cool about what me and Mark are doing is that you genuinely have two people who love television love entertainment love storytelling so you have people that have that that strong background and interest and compassion to storytelling creating a series so we're not like television producers who sit up in an office and just you know just throw something together like we are people that really care about what we're doing mark is an excellent storyteller people don't even know that he gives hunted ghost tours in nashville Like he's that guy. So like he has the personality built for this. And so we just came together and we thought it would be interesting if we could bridge the gap between podcasts and essentially a television show. And we wanted to create this whole immersive experience. And we thought it would be cool if Mark, who just loves history, would come to the table every week with a uh, a a very very like not known off the beaten path story in history, um, mostly murder mystery, or I mean, we even have a vampire priest story coming up. Like Mark has literally, he doesn't go to like find your normal huntings. Mark types in a uh, murder 1850 and just sees what stories pops up and then goes to the library and pulls up newspaper articles. And like, he really finds these stories that you've never heard of. And we bring them to life. We talk about it on the podcast. And then literally the next day, we go to that city that we're discussing that place. We go to all the locations that we talked about in the podcast. And we end up at the grave site of the person that we've been discussing all week. And we ask them the questions that everyone wants to know. So like in our first episode, it's a murder mystery. Did this woman commit suicide or was she murdered? And everyone has their beliefs and their theories about what happened. But we actually go to her gravesite, find out where she's buried, and we have a spirit box session with not only her, but the person that was accused of murdering her. And both of them tell us, exactly what happened that night both of their stories coincided it's crazy it's crazy no
3: that's cool spoiler spoiler that's really cool Spoiler
5: alert spoiler Spoiler. alert
3: it sounds so original i think that's what i like the most because i obviously follow a lot of you know paranormal podcasts this is my favorite one but it sounds really original i'm excited to hear it
2: thank you yeah And, and i know the production quality will be great when you start with our early episodes it literally sounds like we had 10 cans uh trying to figure out
4: how to do a podcast we can't promise that our first episode doesn't sound like that either I mean, i'll
3: tell you from someone who's an avid listener to a lot like it's not something that actually really bothers us it's all about the content like okay. yeah it does sound better eventually when it gets better but <laughs> I-, I think it doesn't matter that, as much as you think
2: Uh, We had lab mics. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. We're like, you put it upside down. You know, it was like,
4: I'm the production expert supposedly, right? I'm the tech guy. I'm the guy that can change the clock on the VCR, you know, or something like that. I don't know. if the (laughs) audience know what a VCR is? Okay, good. Um, Some of them. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Good. But I have the bad mic and Dalen's got the super fancy mic. So we're changing that. That will be fixed asap <laughs> we're take it, take you know like them. i said they don't let me out of here often so <laughs> you know what
3: it's better than waiting to have it perfect A work in progress we're happy yeah, exactly. oh, we're here
4: we're Absolutely. here to change we're fixing yeah, it's only up every episode
2: <laughs> well mark we'd love for you to stick around dalen i know yeah. you've um got got things you need to do yes. but thank you so much for spending some time with us we'd love to have you guys back at some point, um, anytime Absolutely. you ever need anything promoted or or anything we can ever do to help, just give us a shout, man. this This is an honor and an experience, and wish you nothing but, uh, more flowers as you continue your journey in the space oh, man.
5: that means the world to us man for sure and we definitely got to come back season two so this yeah. season we have what like nine episodes
4: right yeah nine but look the, the, we shot so much it's <laughs> right <laughs> <like> nine-ish episodes <laughs> yeah there's yeah, always but... bonus content okay <laughs> yeah
5: yeah so yeah we would love to come back and talk about season two and see what all growth we've had you know, because you, you're getting us literally on day one. Today yeah. is the first launch of our first episode, uh, and then Sunday launches the investigative episode. So, just I appreciate you even reaching out to us so yeah, early man. and yeah, seeing of the vision. So,
1: I
3: know what
5: guys.
2: I'm listening so, to
3: for, for my workout comments. tomorrow.
5: <laughs> Please do. And leave a comment and let
4: us know what you think about it.
3: Yeah, for sure. I will. I'm yeah. excited.
4: Yeah. yeah. All right, Dale. What- you are. You are like the first comment. You're the first you know, <laughs> <laughs> Got it first.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, y'all. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Dale. Take care. Well, let me ask you was Ghost Brothers picked? Because I know there was like a bit of a culling uh, with a lot of the ghost content and discovery.
4: When I answer that question, I always say, I mean, first of all, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I can truthfully say, I don't know. And it's well. none of my business. I just, I wasn't sure so, if there was already information so I, out I, there or not. The thing about reality television is they don't cancel. They just bring back when they, they're ready. Mm. So they sign you to contract unless you're like Jersey shore, right. You know, and, or uh, the Kardashians where you were signing like $10 million contracts, you know, and they were like, well, you got to give us so many ex- episodes, you know, when it comes to like, you know, paranormal shows, you know, they'd sign you on for a season and, and then one day you might you know go and then it might not come back for 3 years. I I've, I've had I've done television shows where we shot like 3 4 seasons and then we didn't know if we were ever coming back and it would just that's be in a so state. So
3: hard. Simple.
4: Yeah, no it's it's a terrible it's a terrible business model. Um But it's
3: honestly it feeds my nighttime cuz all I watch is reality trash television, <laughs> yeah. paranormal well, television and paranormal podcasts.
4: That's so funny. Um well yeah, we're here. We're we we're fully embracing the new business model and the new media business model. And rather than, you know, I mean, I've never been in a union and I've been a you know, producer director uh, for a long time, <laughs> for two decades. So uh, and I've never been in a union. So it's interesting to hear about all these union talks and writer strikes because they want the new media dollars. And then the yes. actors, they want the new media dollars. And the greatest thing about new media dollars is it's your dollars. You don't have to do, you can invest in the money and then you're investing in yourself and then you go ahead and go from there. I've
2: always been curious about the entertainment industry. I've always wanted to be in it in some fashion. We started this podcast. It was me, uh, Kat and JJ. We were three improvisers in Atlanta. They were just friends that I wouldn't get in, to perform with as much because they were in a different company. Mm-hmm. And, thought this would last like a couple of weeks, like maybe a month or two, just knowing how ADD everybody is. And it's trying to pin down improvisers to do like a real project is like herding cats in the street. I mean, it's yeah. just a hard thing to do. But then, you know, every now and then a project becomes bigger than you. And my whole thing is I just love interviewing people. I think everybody, whether they're famous, not famous, whatever, has a story to tell. And it's kind of fun to be that conduit, you know, for the audience through that. 100. And then they um, include those. They have stories
4: to tell too. And that's what we're doing on why they haunt is we're telling these ghost stories that are very few have been told, you know, it's, they're fascinating. Like I was basically, the story goes for the first episode is I literally was just trying to research. I just found out about Nashville. I just had moved here. And I wanted to know more about the history of Nashville because I was a big history buff. When I started like looking at newspapers.com, which is affiliated with ancestry uh, and you know I just started I was like murder Nashville 1880 and then you know I found just the story and I read it and it talked about a curse and I talked about this place called Smoky Row and, and then I just started immersing in the history of Nashville through this woman who got murdered or did she commit suicide it's still up in the air and uh you know, so I wanted it as a, you know, armchair detective, you know, I wanted to solve the mystery uh, and then realized, you know, she's also haunting this corner, this alleyway and this building in downtown Nashville. I wanted to know why. And so as Daylin and I just chatted because we stayed friends, obviously, even when we're not in production, we chatted a lot and we just began talking Uh, to one another and, and, and just start spitballing, you know, like the things like I'm talking to you about, like it, it, it's an organic growth into this. This wasn't just like, Hey, let's write up a bunch of ideas. What's the best, what that didn't happen. This was created organically uh, just by our passion. Uh, Dalen's passion for speaking to ghost through speaker box, which has done so well on his YouTube channel. And my passion for digging in to the information and finding it out. And we just kind of blended it together. And I wanted to do a true crime paranormal show. So this is exactly what the show is. It's true crime. meets paranormal. It
3: sounds, it sounds like that's, what's going to be the best part of it. It's kind of like, you guys didn't like form this, we're going to do this idea. You kind of just like came about and mm-hmm. I mean, down, his personality with your personality. And I love the history portion of it.
4: Yeah. Like right. sure. yeah, we tried it. We 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 did. We wanted it to just flow into like you're literally watching us grow as we do this. And we're just, you know, and again, we're figuring it out as we go, kind of like what I'm sure you guys did, you know, uh you figured it out as you went. And we're going to do that and you're going to watch us do that. And I think that's what's so awesome about the media, this media, this new media, this podcast, this YouTube you know content creation media is that you can just grow with your audience and you can let the audience talk to you when i worked for travel channel or for discovery networks if you will you know i had to do things based on their formula mm-hmm. and that's all i know and so it's hard for us to transition into new media because we are so formulaic and and i'm not here to you know tell you s- secrets of reality tv and all that that's not what i'm trying to do but What I am saying is they have have a specific formula of how they keep their audience engaged. And that is out the window when you talk about YouTube and podcasts. And I'm here for it. I
3: think that's why we as fans really love it. It's, it feels more authentic. It doesn't feel like structured, like you said, and it probably right. feels better for you. And then we get the authenticity from you. And <laughs> I think that's why it's so successful. And I'm more hooked on the, uh, the podcast and the YouTube stuff than I am on regular TV now. B- besides trash television, let's not go that far. <laughs> you have yeah. some trash, right?
2: <laughs> I think it's also the accessibility. For whatever reason, things like podcasts and YouTube just feel it just feels so accessible. I think maybe it's the immediateness, immediateness that word of uh, of the content. Um I'm not I'm not exactly sure why, but it's just like I made a decision early on with ours, I was like, you know what, we're just going to tell these stories really raw, because I felt like that suited my personality a little more as an interviewer. But man, there are so many different ways to present content that is enjoyable for an audience. It's just a matter of where do you excel the most. And, and I think um, you and Daylin probably already know that uh, from working together so much, but it, it will be fun, like you said, to kind of see the trajectory of the content you create. I would love to know. So, you know, you've been on these locations, you've done so much um, with Dalen and, and it just had experiences yourself. What have mm-hmm. been some of the highlight is kind of a funny word when it involves getting <laughs> scared, but like, what have been some of the like highlighted experiences that took you from being like a zero to a one on that scale to a 10?
4: Like I said, I'm a, I'm a skeptic by nature. Like, I mean, it's not just with paranormal, but just a lot of things. Like I'll, I'll watch things and, On TV, even true crime docs. And I'll be like, well, he totally did it. I don't care what they say. You know what I mean? Like, so (laughs) the first episode I did with the Ghost Brothers uh, was this haunted jail in DeRitter, Louisiana. Uh, It was called the Gothic Jail um and it was built like this gothic mansion and it's this the creepiest thing and it even has a spiral staircase uh going up it, it is said that the they did they did a, a hanging there of two inmates and it's the only hanging public you know that they've ever done in a jail most hangings back then were actually it was the first i can't i'm sorry i don't know if the details completely remember them but regardless it is said that these guys are still there haunting it. It was said that the the jailer was still there haunting it. And um uh, I mean, it's the creepiest, scariest place that I've ever been to because they did. They had so they basically hung these two murderers uh be- between the spiral staircase. The way they did it was horrible too. Um, uh, because you know, the guy they murdered was a local grocer. So everybody loved him, and so they were very upset with the fact that they <laughs> murdered him and uh you know, so it was kind of not like the most pleasant hanging. So they were kind of tortured while they were hanging. So what we did to kind of test the theory that if we, you know, dropped, a, a, you know, a noose down the spiral staircase that that stirred them up and, and we did this um, motion LED light sensors down it and I was just testing it. We weren't even rolling and they would go off. They were going off and I was freaking out the whole time because it's dark, too. It was it, there's no lights in there. We had to light the thing. Uh, So we weren't even lit like for television yet. And it, it, all of a sudden you're just dark and you just see like that. It just freaked me out. And then that was the first that wasn't the first time. But that same trip I heard. I was literally setting up television monitors in front of me so because the guys would go in and we'd all stay out because we didn't want to disturb, you know, what would happen. So I have monitors of them while they're walking through so I could see what they were doing. And while I'm just sitting at the monitors, and again, we're not rolling, we haven't even done anything, they're not even there. And I'm just sitting there and it's probably like, you know, it's probably 3 a.m. It's probably the witching hour. And all I hear is wow yeah I, it was just so weird i've never i i, I it, i've just never had anything like that happen and it was so clear and um there were other people that used to say that go away was very common thing heard at the jail so hmm. yeah i don't know if my mind was playing tricks on me or what but uh i can still hear the voice every time i uh i think about it and yeah so but then of course we've been to so many different places now so but that was Probably the scariest place I had been to, uh, just because of the gothic, you know, darkness and all the things that happened that might that were horrible there. So
2: all of that is just terrifying. What was it like to? I mean, obviously, I've seen uh, paranormal hunters, explorers, investigations. You know, whether it's Mm. YouTube or on TV, Mm. but you're really in the inside of of this. uh, You're really capturing everything you're, you're really part of the experience that other people are getting to see kind of through your mind through right. the tv right right what is it like having to have the paranormal be a character in the tv show like yeah did you ever think that was going to be something you had to
4: consider uh, yeah. as you you know mom i'm in, in a ghost industry?
3: show yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> i didn't have a background in paranormal shows until i did ghost brothers I was always a big fan of the ghost brothers just from like you guys were too. Cause they, I didn't come on until like, you know, halfway through when they were doing it. Mm-hmm. And I just loved how real they felt like you guys all mentioned. So um, when, when the call came to like, Hey, can you, uh, can you come on and do the ghost brothers? I was like, heck yeah. Cause I wouldn't just do any, any of them because i wasn't part of it but like i just liked their energy because i i like comedy too you know so their energy kind of flowed with yes. mine and i think that's why dalen and i get along so well as well as marcus and juan because we kind of we kind of have the same energy yeah i uh never thought in a million years that i would be a part of you know these investigations um you know because i've seen some youtube ones too and i'm like that's Pokey. <laughs> you, know, you know what i mean for lack of a better term but it is very true
2: this episode of the real hauntings real ghost stories podcast is brought to you by wild grain hey everyone it's noah daniels and i'm here to talk to you again about wild grain our last shipment of wild grain was so good that my four-year-old cannot stop asking for more of that awesome bread with dinner and i'm not gonna lie i'm right there with him
0: Shoppers get it,
2: well, Mark, um we won't keep you too long. I am uh, I would love to know just because, um you know, it's it's only every so often that we get somebody from the the TV space. Sure. So w- when you were getting ready at uh, you and Dalen to make this, what were some of the things that really influenced your decision to how you wanted to proceed creatively for the project? Like, were there not necessarily other shows, but, I mean, have there been, um, you know, like what what touched you in a way that made you want to do it this specific way? I guess it's the
4: yeah. You no, know, that's a great question because there it, it, authenticity is is very important to me, and we've gotten away from that. And you you said it, you know, earlier uh how authentic everything feels. That's another thing about the Ghost Brothers how authentic they feel. But I was a big fan of it, and it was hilarious because you know I was also on the development side in in television you know, because I've been developing and I'd work hand in hand with networks like Discovery Channel. And you'd always hear, well, we only want something that's authentic. Mm. And then when you finally, you know, find something authentic, they'd be like, okay, but how can we produce it? You know what I mean? And and I was there, I wasn't there for the Osbournes or real world beginning of reality, but I was there post Osborns in reality television about 2008. And we used to just film everything. Film mm-hmm. everything. I started at MTV, and we used to just film everything. We were just given a laptop, film everything, and then just go and edit it. That was our that was our television. Then we'd hand it off hand off our edit to another editor. So we'd like shrink all the things we filmed down that we thought were good, and, and that was real television. And we still made great television. So, I, I and it, it, somewhere along the line, it was like. Hey, but we got to control it more and we got to script it. And, we, and I just, the best shows I ever worked on were ones that I yeah, maybe came up with a plan for the day, but whatever went off that plan was what made the show. Mm-hmm. And with this, Dalen, you know, he took it upon himself. He's always been like an entrepreneur in in nature, and he just took it upon himself to just go out with his iPhone to a graveyard and film himself with a speaker box. And next thing you know, he's got 50,000 followers in about four, you know, on his YouTube page in about four months. And again, you know, that's just kind of Dalen for you. He's just that kind of guy that people just are drawn to. And so when he and I got together, it was like, well, Hey, how can we take this to the next level? One of the things I, I was very upset with, you know, while I was, you know, producing ghost brothers is, you know, the higher ups, the people that were above my pay grade, they, uh, they didn't want to le- really get there. And, in- and I was just like, well, it's their show. It's called ghost brothers. They, Dalen came up with the concept, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And they, but they were just like, yeah, but we gotta like, you know, and I'm like, no, Dalen's brilliant. Let's, you know, Marcus and Juwan, they really are fun guys to be around. Let's, let's go in that way and they didn't want to do it. And so, At times, they are authentic because that's how their personality is. But then there are times where it didn't feel authentic because it was just overproduced. And I think things are just, I think people are turning off, and the networks need to realize this, turning on YouTube because they're authentic. I'm watching this guy strap on a GoPro and go to yard sales and make deals and then watch how he sells them on eBay. And that's all he does. He doesn't even edit it. It's 30 minutes and I can't stop watching it. But it's authentic. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, So when that, that's when it clicked for me, it was like, oh my God, they're doing what I used to do and just, you know, and even if the production's not even there, but they make it so easy now, like we can go shoot anything with an iPhone and it's 4K. So it's just, it makes more sense for me if I want to do what I have a passion for and just putting these shows together, these podcasts and, you know, the investigations, you know, myself right here, you know, in my own house studio that I never leave uh, in my lair. Uh, just doing that, I've had more fun than I've ever had in 20 years of television. So
2: I grew up in kind of the height of, or or at least uh, got to see the height of MTV reality. You know, Mm -hmm. I remember Puck and, uh, you know, all the great uh, real world happenings. Ah. Some of this I've heard from my friends that work in the industry. Some of it I've just heard podcast TV and stuff, but my understanding is like one of the models that really changed in reality TV, like let's say real world, for example, they used to film for much uh, longer, um, like it might, instead of filming like a month, they used to film like three to four months. Is that, yes. is that true? Okay.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah. So, and it's interesting. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, longer. I think the originals were like six months. Wow. And um, what they would do, cause that was getting real stuff. Right. Yeah you'd never when real world came out you'd never seen anything like it
2: and it was the most captivating thing as as a teenager to 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 see how these people in their 20s were living together in a house and here i was in bible belt mississippi with like super strict parents who for some reason gave me a tv in my room i still to this day (laughs) like that is why my sense of humor is dark and whatever it's because i Grew up too fast. Uh, yeah. My my families were built in the TV. You know, and I was watching all the things they told me not to. Anyway, I don't know why I'm getting. Yeah, well, that, that's that what HBO box, did, uh, right? Yeah, you know? yeah, that's why
4: we had it, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, they shoot that. It's funny because they they I don't, they shot that house like if it was a sports broadcast. Hmm. So what they would do, and they still do this for some shows, you know, like Big Brother or mm-hmm. The Jersey Shore was shot like this too. Um, But basically what they would do is they'd have a studio in the house with multiple monitors and multiple cameras running at all time, because we all know that the best stuff comes when you don't think you're being filmed, Mm -hmm. which is also why I couldn't believe that these networks were trying to get us to like film things in such tight windows, which meant that we had to do things so structurally, or we we weren't going to be able to complete our project, because the best stuff was coming when you just were rolling, and nobody knew you were rolling uh and dalen's the same way man i press record and dalen just going and he has no idea you know what i mean it's this i always tell a cameraman if he's good or not is whether he knows how to press record when before anyone knows he's pressed record you know what i mean so that's really what they did on those shows and and they did they just they were like sports broadcast it was like okay it's time for football okay take one take two take three look oh puck is putting his finger in 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 the peanut butter right now oh my god zoom in on that like he really did that you know no one yeah. told Puck to go do that so uh, and it was about 2010 when things started shifting and that was after the writer's strike when reality the original writer's strike in mm-hmm. 2007 that kind of boomed reality and then by 2010 you know reality was full blown and they just couldn't get enough of it so
2: well, Mark, uh, before we get you out of here, is there any last parting words you'd like to leave with our audience? Where can they find your content? Um, all that Yeah, great so stuff. Uh,
4: the show is called Why They Haunt. It's right now on Dalen Spratt's YouTube. We're, we'll probably change that, but, you know, Dalen has worked really hard to get 50,000 subscribers and, and you know, the goal is now to double and, you know, and, and I mean, our goal is to be a million by the end of the year or at least a year from now, so um, but on, on Dale and Spratt's YouTube. And then you'll find all sorts of content. You'll find his graveyard shift stuff, but we air a new podcast every Thursday. And then on Sunday, and it's funny. I, I don't want to like, you know, take up two time, but like, this is different than a podcast. I, I it, the word podcast comes up, but it's really video podcast. I'm really approaching this like serial, but if it was filmed. Mm. So that's mm-hmm. my real goal with this. So, I loved cereal, but it, and it was interesting because you would hear them like go over theories in the car, right? With their tape recorder.
3: Those right? are my favorite. And yeah. when they end, I am devastated.
4: Right. <laughs> so we're, that's, what I'm, that's what we're trying to do with both. We, we have this nice, pretty setup for what we call our podcast that drops on Thursday. And then we have our investigation, which is all field stuff, uh, which drops on Sunday. So right now we have episode zero out. Um, which was kind of like a precursor, like here's what to expect. And then we have uh, episode one, which told the story of this one ghost haunting Nashville. And then uh, we also have the investigation out right now, all on Dale and Spratt's uh, YouTube page. And then all are also audio based anywhere you can find podcasts. It's all under why they haunt. uh, So you can probably Google that too. Uh, and hopefully, you know, more to come. But yeah, so right now you've got us right at the beginning in our first three episodes. And again, we're, I apologize for any technical difficulties. But by the time we're on the show again, we'll we'll be cleaned up.
2: Mark, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> I'm so yeah. glad to be a part of
4: this. Yeah, thank you.
2: So, Ashley, I want to do you justice. I do want to circle back. Um, I want to introduce you to our audience. Hopefully, you'll be able to come back and co-host some more. Kind of threw you in the fire tonight. and thought you did a a great job. So, Ashley, you are obviously a a big fan of uh, Spooky. I think you said True Crime, too, all that fun stuff. Was there a, a point in your life where you just got introduced to that type of content and you loved it, or have you just always been into kind of the supernatural and that kind of the cult stuff?
3: I have been super fascinated in ghosts and anything like supernatural. I've never had an experience, but strangely enough, like I said, I'm kind of on a level 10. I just believe in it. I think there's no way that all these people have so many tangible stories and it's not real. And it's just fascinating to me. And I've always been the creepy kid that loves scary movies. I love being scared. And I think that was like a driver, like my whole life. I was the weird kid and uh, can't get anyone to watch a scary movie with me, but um recently um, I have too many kids and now they're old enough where so I can leave them. So me and my best friend, she asked me what I wanted to do for my, you know, my birthday last year. And I was like, I want to finally go on a ghost hunt that we've been wanting to go on. So she took me to Virginia city. Hmm. It's an old mining town in Nevada. And I don't, we didn't have any like major experience, but we might've caught in some orbs and stuff and pictures, but it just kind of lit a fire underneath us to kind of start doing these things more. Yeah. And um, we're, we're just, we're just going down our bucket list, you know, all these places and there's just endless like places you could go, but to hear Dalen's story, just to hear out of people's mouths on these podcasts, these paranormal po- podcasts, is just, it's crazy to me to think that they're physically seen like a full bodied apparition. Wow. Like I believe it. I haven't seen it. I also don't think I want to see it. Thank
2: you. Yes. I, yeah. <laughs> like,
3: like as fascinating as it is, I'd rather see it on TV or their show, or um, I'm not asking you ghosts to come visit me um, unless your grandpa, you know, hi grandpa right. John. Um, but other than that, like I just, I'm, I'm completely fascinated with it. And yeah. it's just kind of drawn my interest.
2: It's um it's one of those things where, Any, if you, you know, especially people who are are so embedded in that world, they always have interesting stories because it's such against the grain of how 99% of people spend their time and their profession, (laughs) right? And, And it's still, it is becoming more in vogue for whatever reason. And it is becoming more popular, but it is also still taboo. So it's it's just a it's a really fun cross culture because like we all kind of believe, but some people are kind of scared to say they are. Some people think it's absolutely lunacy. You know, people are all over the place, and at least it's not like politics. Like we can all talk about it and have fun. Where
3: yeah, (laughs) it's not
2: it's not so serious that people you know get riled up about it. But yeah, it's it's been really fun to talk to all these different people. I think
3: it's podcasts like you that are, like you said, pulling back the curtain to where we hear, I don't listen to paranormal podcasts unless it's like real ghost stories to me. I want tangible things. I want people to hear people's emotions and stories. And I want to hear the good stuff just as much as the bad stuff. I've actually rather hear the good stuff. Um, But like some of your stories, just like they really hit you. You're like, that would be absolutely terrifying. Or that's amazing that your grandma visited you. And I think sometimes it gives people hope.
2: Yes. That there's for
3: sure. you know, I'm not to go spiritual but like that there's something else after. Cool to think about.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, so I want to dig into your story a little bit cuz you are also a very interesting person. You have your own space on the internet, which oh, that sounds so <laughs> fucking old, <am> I? Um <laughs> but but no, you uh so I was, you know, mining our Instagram, kind of taking care of posting stuff. And I saw your account come across it and followed us. And at first I was like, is this person real or not? And then you had a blue check mark. And then I started looking through your content and I was like, wow, this is really cool. So you are, uh, I think it's safe to say, really into fitness. You're a mom. You, yeah, you got, <laughs> got guns ablazing. You have really had a, your own journey too. I would love to hear because while I'm not bit like you. I have had my own journey with weight loss and everything. I used to be, I was anywhere from like 260 to 300, uh, from my, my junior year in high school up to probably my mid twenties. Weight would kind of bounce back and forth, but kind of in there I was an athlete in high school. So it was fine. Went to college. I had no longer played football. So just became who I was. And then I just kind of got tired of it and started running like seven miles a day, lost like 115 pounds. And since then, it's
3: amazing.
2: Uh, well, it's, it is. Yes, I, I am happy that that transition happened for sure, but it's, it can come on so fast. So it's just like a constant, you know, thing um, that is, it's just always present and fighting against. But, but like I said, you've had your own story, which I think is really fascinating. I would love to hear how you came to a place where fitness became such a big part of your life in a way that you wanted to share your journey with everyone. I think it's really cool when people don't get boxed into where society wants to put us like, Mm -hmm. you know, you tell somebody, Oh, I've got, because you have three kids, right? Is that right?
3: Yeah, three boys,
2: three boys. And, you know, you're, it's tough to do all of that and also pursue the things you're pursuing. So how did that all come to be for you?
3: Uh, Well, first off, I'm a big empath. Like, I like helping people. I I love making people feel better. And so the training just kind of came naturally. But that before that, 22 years old, I struggled with alcoholism. So which is crazy to say, because I was 22. Um, I only drank for a few years, and it spiraled pretty fast. And I just saw it as a sign to stop. And I stopped drinking and it's been 17 years. So after that, I kind of needed something to focus on and something positive and uh, a, a good vice, if you will. And that's kind of where fitness for me kind of I wouldn't say saved my life, but um, had me focus on something that was positive. And then I saw what it did for me. So then I wanted to kind of give back and I found myself in the fitness uh, realm. And I haven't stopped because, like you said, or like I was saying, um, it kind of, it fills me back up to know that I'm helping others. So it's it's not just a job for me, it's making me feel like I'm helping people feel more confident, more healthy. And like you said, it's a constant battle. It doesn't matter who you are. I'm struggling with my things, you know, and you're struggling with your things. Yours, you know, said was weight. For me, it's trying not to eat the whole jar of peanut butter. Um, you know, so it's it's that everyone has a battle, and to understand that you can help with that, it's something that I always like to share. And people don't like to talk about um addiction sometimes because it's embarrassing, but it's something that people need to be more open about. And I'm definitely an avid DMer. If people ever message me about them struggling, I will message you right back because I understand how it is to feel like you're in your low place. So it's just it's definitely been a fulfilling career in that, and I just love doing it. And you're somebody
2: who has kind of broken through the zeitgeist of the internet, which I always find so interesting as well. What was kind of, or or was there like a pivotal moment where that kind of, that, that door opened up or was it just something that gradually happened over time?
3: I felt it take off a little bit when my children were old enough and I could focus on it, (laughs) but um, yeah, it was, it was gradual. I think Um, it was landing the first magazine, it was uh, going to on the first podcast and I feel like maybe I just kind of put off that positive energy and also it takes a lot of effort. You know, it takes a lot of socializing networking like, you know, but if you put out the right intentions and the right content, it gets in the right people's hands and then that gets in the other people's hands. And so I've been blessed and lucky, but I've also been hustling. So,
2: you know, I, obviously I'm very happy and thankful for the success of the podcast, but I I get so frustrated that I can't grow our socials to like, match the podcast more than anything just for booking purposes and to soothe my own ego but it's like it's <laughs> to see that uh in Instagram I feel like it's become one of the harder places now to to grow an audience um but yeah it's just I think that's so cool that you've been able to manage that and and in a positive way and yeah yeah it's very very I cool. think that
3: one thing is people should know is it's hard to grow multiple platforms to a high level that I always say, if you're in that kind of realm that don't try to be the best on TikTok, Instagram, like you're not going to have a life and it's going to consume you. So yeah. focus on one that seems to work for you. You're amazing at this podcast space. I found you, I loved it. I'm addicted, you know, and same thing with the people that follow me and like, you just can't get caught up too much in social media. You have to take breaks and, and definitely serve what does best for you. Otherwise, it can be very consuming.
2: <laughs> well, hopefully you'll come back and do this again. Uh, this was a lot I of would fun. love to. Okay. I seriously would. Thank you so much for coming on, Ashley. Our fans can find you at Ashley King Fitness on Instagram. Is there any other content or places that they can find all the awesome stuff you have going on?
3: No, that's my main spot. I mean, I have a TikTok, but like I said, it's kind of focused on Instagram. And if you send me a DM, I will say hi back.
2: So you've listened to the podcast. Is there any episodes that have like really struck you any specific guests that you've been really into? Like, is there a a go to type of spooky moment on the podcast?
3: Um, I've become a huge fan of Jim Harold's campfire. And I kind of heard it through your uh, podcast, but um, that doppelganger one—I um, yeah, don't that's even my know. Favorite. Where it's, and I, I know it's so cliche because I feel like everyone says that, but yeah. it's the way she tells the story too. It
2: gives me—I chills right now. Yeah. Uh,
3: I did too.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just like—I've
3: never even seen a ghost, and I'm like scared. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, the way she tells that story, and if you guys haven't heard it, listen to it. I forward it to probably every person I know. Oh, wow. it is oh yeah it is it's amazing i can't even express it it's yeah, just I, such a crazy episode and you guys have several episodes that are like that for me yeah. i'm sitting there lifting weights and throwing the weights around and <laughs> I, I just i listen to these scary podcasts that's
2: awesome yeah i think it's the doppelganger under my bed is maybe that we i just re-released it i've been doing a little bit of what i've been calling like a friday rewind doing
3: that I, I haven't heard the really, really old stuff. Oh, okay. Awesome. When you've been releasing it, I love it. I sit here and put it on and I my bake my little protein muffins and stuff like that. <laughs> oh that's good. <laughs> that makes
2: that makes me really happy to hear. So with that, I'm Noah Daniels.
3: And I'm Ashley King. Ooh. Ooh.